and welcome to this week's podcast update from Uber. My name is Sarah, I work on the Uber team, and I'm here with Tom, who is General Manager for Uber. Um, and we're going to be talking to you about a few new announcements that we've got to make. So, Tom, um, can you let us know a little bit about what's coming up? Sure, thanks very much, Sarah. So today, for the podcast, we've got three things that we wanted to talk through. First of all, we have a whole range of new initiatives that we're launching today, which are in response to some of the feedback we've heard from partners over the past months. I'll talk through those in just a second. Uh, secondly, we're going to talk through the changes to TFL's English language test. Uh, there were some updates to that last week you may have seen for drivers in London. And then thirdly, we're going to talk about the partner roundtables that we've been holding over the past few months. Great, so first things first, what's new? Okay, so as I mentioned today, we're, we're announcing eight new measures that we are uh, introducing for drivers on the Uber platform. Um, these are all things that we have heard a lot about in, in recent months. We've spent a lot of time listening and, and understanding from drivers what it means to be um, partnered with Uber. We've done this through organizing roundtables where we get together with with drivers and have a detailed discussion for a couple of hours about what's good, what's not so good, what we could improve uh, about the whole experience of driving with Uber. Uh, we've held events, so we held a number of um, partner events late last year, which gives us a great opportunity to meet with drivers one-to-one -one and really understand what's on their mind. And we've also spoken to hundreds of partners, um, in fact thousands of partners over the phone in the last few months. Uh, so what we've heard is Almost everybody we speak to really values the freedom that you get from being your own boss, having the flexibility to drive when and where you want. So we know that that's something that drivers really uh, find is very important. But we've also heard that there's quite a few areas that we could improve. And that's what these, these changes that we're announcing today are, are seeking to address. Great. So you mentioned that there are sort of eight new things that are coming up. Um, which we're going to go through one by one. So first up, um, we're going to be doing more to help partners make the most from their time on the road. And um, I know that for many partners, um, that the amount of money that you make on the Uber app is kind of a key question and obviously a big motivation for getting out there to drive. Um, how, how are we um, working with partners to help them make even more money? Yeah, so so from, from today, we are going to offer every single partner the ability to come to one of our sessions and earnings, uh, an earnings clinic as we're calling them. And at one of these sessions you will hear honest, free advice about how you can make the most of the time that you spend on the road. Uh, so these are going to be uh, delivered with uh, some of our partners, some of the, the people who are actually doing this day in, day out and can give you the best advice and tips about where to drive, when to drive, how to make the most of your time. And the objective is that you can leave that session with much more information about the money that you make and really think through how you can be as efficient as possible. Um, so this is something that we're, we're launching from today. We've had a few pilot tests. They've, uh, they've been very well received. We'll be sending some communications out about this and you can learn more on the podcast page. Great, and as you mentioned, we're going to be proactively contacting partners, but uh, all partners are welcome to come along if you think you might find the session useful. Um, so, great, and the next one is um, free skills training, and I think one of the things that I really sort of 
um, found interesting from talking to partners is just how many partners are pursuing further study. Um, so this is something that we really wanted to help out with. Um, Tom, can you tell us a little bit about how we're going to be doing that? Yeah, absolutely. As you mentioned, as we've spoken to partners, it's been it's been really, really inspiring to hear from partners who are doing all kinds of things. We've met uh, people that are studying for PhDs, doing masters of uh, finance and, and business management. People that are um, doing going through training to start their own business. We even came across somebody who was doing a rocket science degree, and we know that we've heard that these um, the ability or access to training is something that, that uh, partners who are driving with Uber would would find helpful. So from today, we're offering every partner driver who's uh, completed over 500 trips on the platform access to a course with uh, FutureLearn. FutureLearn are a company who provides online courses. There are hundreds and hundreds of courses that they offer from business and management courses, uh, science courses, language learning, so a whole range of different things. And um, through the, the remainder of this year, every partner will, will be able to have uh, one complete one course, which is completely free, and then get the certificates at the end of the course paid for by Uber. Brilliant. And, and as you mentioned, there really are so many courses to choose from. So, you know, it's well worth going and having a look on their website and we'll be sending you more information about that. And um, as Tom said, you know, it's completely free for you to get that qualification. Um, so well worth having a look. Um, so the next one, which I think a lot of partners will be really excited about, um, is a sort of an improvement to our driver destinations feature. Now, the driver destinations is the ability to request that we send you a trip heading in the, the direction that you want to go in. Um, but we've actually made another improvement to that, which we hope will be as popular as, as the feature is at the moment with partners. Tom, can you tell us a little bit about that new improvement? Sure. So drive destinations was a good example of, um, of a new feature that we launched having spoken to partners and heard from, from people who were driving with Uber. Um, we launched that last year after drivers had told us that they would like to be able to set a destination such as their home and then only get trips going in that direction when they're, when they're heading home or they've got to, um, a, an appointment to go to. We've also heard in recent months though that it would be helpful if we could uh, offer a time alongside that. So if you have to be at home for three o'clock to pick the kids up or you have to be somewhere at, at 5 p.m. to go to an appointment, you can now do that within the app. You set your destination points and you set the arrival time and Uber will only give you trips that will take you in that direction to get to, the, to, to your appointment on time. Sounds perfect for the school run there. Um, brilliant. So the next uh, new new initiative that we're bringing out um, is around um, a partner appeals panel, and this is something that um, you know we know is a subject which is very close to drivers' hearts and um, something that we really wanted to address. So uh, Tom, can you talk us through the partner appeals panel and how that's going to work? Absolutely. Um, so one of the things that we heard from partners, particularly through the roundtables that we had, was when, in the instance that Uber is, is forced to really remove access to the app for partners, um, it, happens, it happens very rarely, but from time to time there may be occasions where we think it's necessary to permanently remove someone's access if there's been a serious incident or we've had multiple reports from riders, um, for example, then 
we would take those steps. It's, it's clearly something that we treat very, very seriously. It's a decision that we um, that we certainly don't take lightly, and we, we think uh, long and hard about um, because of the impact that it that it has to partners. But we also recognise that there may be times where um, having a, a third party to hear that decision uh, and a panel of people to appeal the decision to would be helpful. Um, so what we're launching today through the appeals panel is for certain deactivation reasons, for certain reasons why uh, access to the Uber app has been removed, the partner in question would have the ability to appeal that decision. The appeal would be heard by a panel of other drivers and the, the panel of other drivers would then hear both sides of the story from, from Uber, from the partner, and they would make a decision as to whether they thought that removing access was the right step or not. And effectively, the panel would have the ability to overturn that decision if they thought that, that the wrong choice had been made, the wrong selection. And this is something that we think is, is, is hopefully going to um, give partners more peace of mind that the right decisions are being reached for these really, really important topics. Yes, and um, as with all of these uh, new initiatives, we're going to be sending you some more information over the coming days, so watch out for this. Um, the next one is around uh, Uber's community guidelines, and I think um, this really stemmed from us hearing from partners that you know, obviously, we want to foster um, respect in, in the vehicle. We, we respect that you know, these are two strangers getting in, the partner and the rider. But um, we have heard that sometimes you feel that the balance is uh, swings to the rider, and the rider is the one who gets the benefit of the doubt. So um, that's why we're launching these community guidelines. Um, Tom, can you kind of give a, an idea of what these community guidelines lay out? Sure. Uh, so as you mentioned, the... The approach that we take at Uber is we want to create an environment when on trips that is, that is respectful. We have uh, a zero tolerance approach to, to any discrimination and we, we want to take action when we, when we find that the incidents are happening that, that break that. Um, we have heard from, from drivers and uh, through the discussions that we've had that, as you say, sometimes you feel that the balance falls too far towards the rider. And this is something that we that we really feel passionately about and we want to redress, because uh, it's, it, it's not the case. Um, so these community guidelines give both riders and partners really clear and simple expectations of the behavior that they can expect when driving or riding on the Uber platform. Um, what we want these guidelines to do is, is give a, a kind of clear indication of if you break these guidelines as a rider, then you may find that you're blocked from using the Uber app. So the new guidelines have been have been published today. Uh, you can find them by going to the podcast page, and there's a link there's a link through to them there. And obviously, these guidelines are um, very much information for riders, and we're going to be sharing those guidelines with our rider community. But it's really worth having a read of, of uh, the community guidelines for riders, uh, just so that you know, you know, what behaviour from riders uh, we consider acceptable and what's what's not, um, so that you can can be sure and, and know that if you do have a complaint, then then we'll definitely be able to help out there. 
absolutely. And, and the one thing um, that we always encourage drivers to do is if you do have an issue with a rider, if a rider is not uh, sticking to the guidelines or is doing something that, that makes you uncomfortable or, or is against our guidelines, then please do report it to us. We read every single piece of feedback. We take action um, on all of those where necessary. So please do use the partner app to tell us about um, the experience that you're having. So the next uh, new initiative, and we're now on six of eight, so we're nearly there, um, is around help with saving for the future. Now, obviously, as uh, independent self-employed contractors, it's really important that you have funds for when you're not working, um, whether that's because you're going on holiday or you need to take some time off for whatever reason. Um, so we um, are partnering with a company to uh, make that easier for you and um, give you some sort of exclusive deals, which Tom can talk to a little. Sure. So we have... Um couple of sort of specific deals that are, that are custom made for, for Uber partners. Um, there is a, an ISA and uh, a pension. These are going to be um, these are going to be released in the coming months. So we have a, a partnership in place with a company called Money Farm. Um, these are uh, really exciting products. So more to come on this one, uh, but please do stay tuned. And we really we really think that these are going to be. Um, valuable products that, that can um, that can offer you a discount from the best rates that you would otherwise get um, from for these. Yes, and uh, more information about that is going to be coming um, in, in the sort of the next couple of months, um, but we will keep you updated on that. Um, but sticking with the, uh, the money subject, um, we've got a really exciting new feature which we're trialling, uh, which we're calling FlexPay. Um, so, Tom, can you talk through how FlexPay is going to work? Absolutely. So FlexPay very simply gives you the ability to choose when you want to cash out your payments. So if you're taking trips on the Uber platform, you can see in your, uh, in your partner app how many trips you've taken and, and what your total fares are. Um, before FlexPay, you'd have to wait until the end of the week for the payment cycle to be started, which, uh, which starts at the beginning of the week, you usually receive your payment at the end of the week. With FlexPay, you can choose whenever you want to cash out. You can do that multiple times through the week. You could even do it every day if you wanted. And what that does is it starts the payment process and the money then takes three days to be transferred into your account. So you have much more flexibility over when you receive the, the fares that you receive from, uh, from your riders. I think this is something that lots of riders would quite like to have as well when payday feels a little bit far away. Um, and then finally, um, and we're going to be coming onto this topic a little bit more in some more detail, but um, in light of Transport for London's new uh, requirements around the English test, um, we're going to be offering some free English language courses uh, that partners uh, who, are, who are maybe worried about um, English and their, the skills that they need to prove will be able to take advantage of. Um, Tom, can you talk about our partnership with Busu and how that works for partners? Yeah, so we have a, an exclusive partnership deal with a company called Busu. Busu are a really innovative way to learn a language, any language in, in fact, or they have several that they offer through their app. Um, it's a smartphone app, so you can do it on the go, you can access it when you're uh, between trips in your car, for example, or, or pretty much anywhere, and it will talk you. It will take you through a, a training 
program, a series of steps that you can that you can improve your English skills. Um, so this is something that we are uh, we've worked closely with them. Uh, the content for the training is, is bespoke. It's developed just for Uber partner drivers, and it will help you with the situations that, that you find yourself in when driving on the platform. Uh, the deal that we can offer, we're really excited, is a 12-month premium membership at no cost. Uh, so to find out more on that, go to the podcast page. Brilliant. So those are the eight new initiatives, and um, we're going to be giving you lots more information about what they are, when they're launching, how you can get involved um, and enroll on some of the courses. Um, so keep checking your emails for that information, and we'll, we'll make sure it's all available to you. Um, so now I um, wanted to move on to another um, piece of news around uh, TfL's uh, English language test. Um, and because uh, there's been some developments over the last um, couple of weeks, which we wanted to update you on, as we know that this is something that um, some, some partners are quite nervous about, particularly those who are um, going to be renewing their private hire licenses. So, Tom, can you give a bit of background as to what uh, the TfL English Language Test is um, and what's um, changed over the last couple of weeks? Sure. Um, so, TfL introduced this requirement as part of the, the regulations review in uh, 2016. So, last year, um, the requirement came in that for any new driver making an application for a private hire license or for any driver going through a renewal of their private hire license um, from october the 14th to march the 31st they would also need to submit proof of um, the the english language um, qualification so this could be done through through a couple of uh, means they would um, either have to take a test um, a B1 English language test through one of two providers in London or submit evidence of um, being able to to speak English, to speak read and write English um, up to the required standard through through a qualification that, that you've taken in the past, GCSE or A-level or a university degree for example. Um, so with the deadline coming around quickly at the end of March, uh, we had been calling um, partners who were affected by this, anybody whose license was expiring, we were giving a phone call to, you may have received an email from us as well. Um, we also had a deal, uh, a sort of reduced rate to take the test with one of the providers in London. Um, but last week you may have heard that we, we received news from TfL that the deadline has moved from March the 31st to September the 30th. So anybody who is affected by this now has until September the 30th to provide evidence of their English language qualification. That's great. So that's a little bit longer um, than um, initially we were expecting. And Tom, can you kind of give an idea about sort of what we're actually doing um, with regards to this regulation um, for, with, with TfL? Yeah, sure. So you may have heard that um, Uber has been challenging this with TfL. We, we fundamentally disagree with the need for private hire drivers to complete specifically the reading and writing component, which we think is just disproportionate to the role um, the role of being a private hire driver. So we, we challenged the requirement with TfL through a legal process. Um, we were in court last year and we're, the, the court hearing is, is due to be heard just next week, um, in fact, uh, where we should receive the outcome of 
of, of that challenge. Um, we're, we're really committed to standing up in the face of poor regulation uh, on behalf of private hire drivers, and we think that this is a perfect example of that. The, the role of a private hire driver, we feel, doesn't require somebody to complete a two-hour uh, written English test. And that's why we're, we're taking these measures. So we'll, of course, keep you updated. Um, there'll be more to come on this through the podcasts and emails that, that, that you receive. Any questions, of course, please, please do get in touch through the partner app. Yes, and of course, if you are concerned about uh, the English language qualification um, or sort of want more information about what you need to do or how, how we can, um, you know, get, uh, how you can enroll with this app to improve your English language, then please just get in touch, as Tom said. Um, and then finally, um, we just wanted to talk a little bit about um, something that we've been doing um, over the past couple of months, and which we're going to be continuing in 2017, uh, which are partner roundtables, which we found are a really good way of uh, getting feedback from partners and really understanding you know, what it's like to be on the road every day and what Uber can be doing to make life a little bit easier. So, Tom, can you talk through how partner roundtables work um, and sort of how we're using them and also um, how partners who might be listening um, and who might want to attend a roundtable meet some of their fellow partners and talk to the Uber team can get involved. Yeah, sure. So roundtables we found have been a really good way for us to meet with a, a small group. It's usually sort of 10 to 12 partners um, who we invite to uh, the Uber office. We have usually three or four people from the Uber team, and we talk about a whole range of different topics. Um, anything that drivers feel is, uh, is good about driving on the platform or things that we can improve upon. Some of the measures that we've talked about today have been, um, have been suggestions that we've heard through, through roundtables. In fact, many of them. Sessions usually last about two hours, and um, we, we, it's a very open forum. Uh, so any feedback is most welcome. We're very much in, in listening mode, and we will um, we kind of use it to, to really get to the heart of, of key topics. So we've held dozens and dozens of these um, through the start of this year already. It's something that we're going to make a, a regular occurrence. And if anybody would like to take part, then we're, we're looking for volunteers as well who would who'd be prepared to come in. Um, you can find out more on the podcast page, which is at t.uber.com forward slash UK podcast. On there, you can find uh, information about how to um, apply to come to one of our roundtables. You can also find information about the English language test uh, and all of the, the new initiatives that we've talked about today. Everything um, from the podcast is, is there in more detail. Brilliant. And you know, these roundtables are um, like really beneficial for us to hear that feedback. And you know, some of the feedback, as we mentioned at the beginning, has really helped shape some of the these initiatives that we've talked through. Um, but they've also um, kind of helped us bring out new features like drive destinations and um, introduce the dedicated partner. Sorry, the dedicated car parks that we have at Heathrow and Gatwick, um, which we know the airports and, and waiting the airports is something that. We need to keep on improving, but we are making steps. Um, brilliant. So those were the three topics that we wanted to cover today, which were uh, the new initiatives that we're bringing out, um, 
the um, changes uh, to the timeline for the TFL English language test requirements, and finally, um, partner roundtables. Um, so just want to thank uh, Tom for talking through that with us, and also to thank everyone who is listening for your time, and um, I guess we'll see you on the road. Thank you.